This episode is from a class that I taught last week. It was a three-part class, and it was all about how to overcome self-sabotage and stop binge eating. And this class is the first class, and it's about why the coping skills that sound good and make sense intellectually sometimes don't work when it comes down to it. And you're going to learn a little bit about the process that I use and some things that can help you understand why you self-sabotage a little bit better. Welcome to the Binge Eating Coach Podcast, the podcast that helps you go from intellectually knowing how to stop binge eating to really taking action and healing your relationship with food because you deserve more space in your life for the things that really matter to you. My name is Krista Couch, your host, recovered bulimic and binge eating coach. Now let's get started. Hey friends. So I'm going to be talking about the class that I taught last week about self-sabotage. And this is something that I adapted from it because the audio quality wasn't up to par for what I wanted for the podcast. But I'm going to talk through the topics of that class because this is one of the most common questions that I get asked is how to stop self-sabotaging, how to get through the urge to binge, And it really comes back to what I taught in this class. And I think that I've never taught it concisely in this way. These are things I've introduced during the podcast. But I think that this will be really helpful for those of you who are wondering why do those coping skills that sound good not work. And I'm going to make this a series where you can listen to the next class as well, the second class in this series. And if you want to watch the videos, you can sign up for that in the show notes. But one thing that I think that is so frustrating is when you read all these books and hear all these resources and all of the tools in them sound good and they make sense. But then push comes to shove and they don't actually work. And I remember getting so excited about the tools that sounded good and made sense to me. But when I actually felt the urge to binge, I kept giving in. And so I blamed myself. I thought there must be something wrong with me. And I also felt like I just didn't have the willpower that it took or the strength that it took to stop binge eating. Of course, now I know that's not true. But at the time, it felt like it really was me that was the problem. So what I want to teach you today and what I hope that you can walk away from this class with is this understanding that peace with food and a relationship with food that feels intentional begins with you using your brain as a tool and understanding it in a way that is empowering to you. So if you're a visual person like me, you can watch the rest of this class in the link in the show notes so that you can get the visual explanation of this. But I'm going to start walking through these three principles that are really important to understand if you feel like you're self-sabotaging and giving into the urge to binge. And the first one is the motivational triad. And that is basically how our primal brain works. And I've talked about this before, but our primal brain is built to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and preserve energy. That's an amazing thing because that's what's gotten us this far. However, it means that sometimes our brains work against us. And it's important to recognize that because it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. It just means that 
your brain's doing a really good job in trying to keep you safe and keep you healthy and help you survive. And there's a few ways this shows up in binge eating recovery. One of the main ones that I see is the screw it mentality or all or nothing thinking where it's like, oh, well, I already ate more than I planned, so screw it, I'll just binge. Or sometimes it can show up with this avoidance of uncomfortable emotions. So this doesn't have to be binge eating. It can also be scrolling or doing anything that's distracting. Anytime that you're feeling desire, which can be uncomfortable, or restlessness, or shame, or guilt, or sadness, just pushing away those feelings with distractions is one way that our brains is trying to help us stay safe and avoid the pain. One other way this can show up is just wanting to turn your brain off. When things get overwhelming or the urge to binge gets really intense, maybe you feel that desire to just turn off your brain and binging can be a way of kind of numbing out and not feeling. So then what ends up happening is over time, your brain learns binge eating or doing these things that are kind of self-sabotaging behaviors but feel good for an instant are a really good way to get a dopamine hit. They're a really good way to fulfill these primal needs. So it becomes a habit. Your brain learns to ask for binging or to ask for you to numb out and scroll on your phone for hours. And this is something that is really important to understand because when a brain forms a habit, neuroplasticity allows you to change that habit. So binge eating becoming a habit isn't all bad news. It means that this can get easier with time. If over time you feel like just getting home from work or going to the grocery store or even just getting to the end of the day is enough to trigger you to binge, This is really encouraging because it means that over time, that stuff will get easier. The urge to binge won't just be completely habitual. And that is something that is really important to understand. But then you get to how you can actually start using this as a tool to help you start taking action and to start overcoming urges to binge. And that's where things can feel tricky sometimes. So basically... The way to stop avoiding pain and binge eating and self-sabotaging at the expense of yourself is to start learning how to feel uncomfortable on purpose and to feel your emotions on purpose. And basically, that means that you have to learn how to feel. And feeling is not a comfortable thing to do. And it's not something that most of us have been taught how to do. And it's something that took me a long time to really master is this art of learning to feel on purpose instead of avoiding my feelings. But what is so powerful and amazing about this is when you can learn this skill of feeling uncomfortable on purpose, then you allow so much room in your life for the things that matter most to you and for making intentional decisions. So one of the ways that I explain this to my clients and help them start this process of feeling uncomfortable on purpose is this process called the three S's. And what that is, is first slowing down and then putting words to the sensations that you're feeling 
and then putting words to them. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about what this looks like and how it can actually help, because I know that might sound vague. But I call it the three S's, honestly, just because sometimes it's easier to remember things that are all starting with the same letter. So slow down or stop, name the sensations, and then put words to it. So the power in slowing down is when you're When you have the habit of binge eating, it can be helpful to remind yourself to slow down and start paying attention to what you're feeling. This can be something that's a physical reminder around you. Maybe during a vulnerable time of day, you'll have a timer set on your phone. These can all be ways of reminding yourself to slow down and pay attention to what you're feeling. And then the next part of this is paying attention to sensations. And the reason this is really cool is because I hated naming emotions. There was something about that that was so overwhelming to me, and I didn't even know how to describe my emotions with words. And that's because I never learned how to feel them physically. And when I did learn that emotions are something we do feel physically, it was such a relief to me because it made it so much clearer how to start feeling my feelings instead of avoiding them. I just had to pay attention to the physical sensations in my body. So instead of naming your feelings or having the perfect words, what if you just tune in and start noticing, oh, I'm feeling warm, my stomach feels tight, or my shoulders feel tense, and you notice how you feel physically. That's a really good first step towards feeling your feelings instead of running away from them. When emotions feel overwhelming and they feel like too much, it's so much easier just to run away from them. And so when you can simplify it down to a sensation that you feel in your body, it can be really empowering. And that brings me to the next part of this, which is putting words to it, which is the speech part of the three S's. When you can put words to the thoughts creating your feelings, and when you can start putting words to what you're feeling, it can start to help you recognize the feelings that tend to lead you to binge or to numb out. And that's a really helpful thing when it comes to binge eating. You can start to notice, before I binge, sometimes I feel restless or I feel anxious. And you can start matching those words with the sensation in your body. And it gives you something tangible to focus on. Because Saying, oh, if you want to stop binge eating, just feel your feelings can feel very vague. So if you put it down to these three steps, slow down, pay attention to what you feel physically within your body, and then start to put words to that, then it's so much easier to feel like that's a tangible process that you can follow. And that's what the type of stuff and the approach that can help you really start to work with the way that your brain is set up. It helps you start to use your prefrontal cortex to even out your primal brain that is leading to a lot of self-sabotage. And that's where real freedom and real change starts is when you can start to understand how to outsmart your brain in a way instead of working against it in ways that don't actually work for very long. So something that I'm going to talk about in the next class is my process to stop binge eating and how this ties into that process. Because this is just the very first part of that process. Understanding how your brain works, and not just what I talked about today and how brains work in general, but understanding your brain. 
It's just the first part of this process. There's so much more that goes into you really creating a relationship with food that's not only tolerable or you don't binge, but really feels amazing or you feel great in your body and you're able to really trust yourself. And so that's what we're going to get into tomorrow is what it looks like to have an amazing relationship with food and what my process is to help you do that. So if you're interested in signing up for the class, please go to kristacouchcoaching.com slash links. Because when you sign up for the class, you're going to get some emails with the class. There's going to be some extra insights added in there, some ways to contact me with questions. And I'd love to interact with you and hear what you learn from this class. So you can access that again at kristacouchcoaching.com slash links, or just go to the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear what you think of this class, and I hope you have an amazing week. I know you want to overcome binge eating and have an easier relationship with food, but it's easier said than done sometimes. And there's a lot of things that I know now that I wish I knew when I was going through this and I was trying to overcome binge eating. And so I created a course with all of the things that I wish I knew about motivation and obstacles that come up. If you want to learn more and sign up for this course, you can find it at kristacouchcoaching.com slash course. I look forward to seeing you there.